What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Triggered, episode number 397 here on Thursday, September 1st. Welcome to the month of September. Only uh, three episodes away from 400. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to... Might gonna... be the series finale. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. It's being... It's going away. No, just... He's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the good... Was it the Good Samaritan Law? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironically like the worst episode of the se- of the entire series, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> but I mean, on, you know, when, when you have a show that runs that long... Yeah. It's hard to end it. It is. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Unless you're going to kill everybody off, but that would have been even worse. Dude, that yeah. would have been... They, they, they could have just had the plane actually crash, and then that would have been it. <laughs> Fade to black. Yeah. All right, let's start off with uh, the good old corrupt government that we have in place here in Washington, D.C. The Department of Justice is really taking it to a whole new level. Um, they're, they're doing major damage control now because political bias seems to be pervasive. You know, we know this, right? Yeah. But now it's coming through in ways that haven't really been seen before. Um, yeah. And now... Shameless, really. Uh, oh, yeah. Explicit and shameless. You yep. know, it's kind of... Uh, <laughs> it's just... It's right there in the open. They just don't give a f- Well, and so now Merrick Garland is barring the participation of... Uh, department employees in political events, including those with family members. So, uh, I mean, wouldn't that be, like, like common sense know. anyway? Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. We have the uh, new... There's a new nominee for this uh, intelligence advisory board. Mm. Um, and But there's just one problem. This guy, Jeremy Bash, he was one of the former... Uh, intelligence officials who signed that letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. So apparently he's smart enough to be on the Presidential Intelligence Advisory Board. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Also, just today, we find that uh, some Republican attorney generals from Missouri and Louisiana uh, hit the jackpot because some litigation they filed against senior Biden administration officials in May regarding the government's relationship with big tech companies uh, turned up emails and documents confirming that the Biden administration and big tech are colluding to censor all the stuff that basically said that they're censoring. Yeah. Now, I I find this interesting that this was even allowed to get out, yeah. which means to me that there's actually worse stuff that's not getting out. Yeah. So the litigation will continue. Um, and we'll see if this actually ends up making it into court. But this is all part of essentially the discovery process. But it's interesting that this is on the heels of what we talked about yesterday with the Zuckerberg thing. Yeah. Zuckerberg just flat out admitted it. Yeah, the FBI requested that we tweak the algorithm to censor the Hunter Biden story. Yeah, and and like, but I just don't understand what's their game plan here now that they're just letting all this out into the open. Do they, are they so cocky that they could just get away with everything that they're just like, let's yeah. just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that could partially be it. Yeah. Also, he's like filthy rich. He doesn't really care. If he loses the company, he's still rich, you know. Either way, he's still rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else do we got? Uh, Tonight, President Dementia will address the nation and basically declare a domestic war on conservatives. Oh, that's great. So that's going to be good. Yeah. Something to look forward to there. Yeah. Um, the Taliban is celebrating the one-year anniversary oh, of yeah, our their, surrender. It's their Independence Day. Um, I was watching the video of this, and it's like they're hosting massive military parades. They're flying our helicopters through 
you know, they have like the Taliban is on a viewing stand with yeah. an announcer in the background of yeah. like these helicopters flying by. Yeah. It's it's just it, how can Biden make the argument for gun control here, which I'm sure he's going to do tonight. While he turned over the entire apparatus of the U.S. military in Afghanistan to a bunch of terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> well, <laughs> and tonight, this speech that he's going to give yeah. uh, in Philadelphia, and some interesting parallels being drawn between this, because, of course, the Declaration of Independence was essentially a declaration of war. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was an insurrection. Is he doing the same thing to us now? Yeah. Is he going to declare war on conservatives and wage it with the power of the federal government? Because it seems that's the way they're so going. So much for the unity, President. Yeah. <laughs> and I think... I don't know if you wrote about this. No, I don't think you wrote about this. They're trying to say that we're the fascists. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, we're the fascists, but they're the ones that deploy federal agents to raid to raid homes of former presidents off of uh, trumped up charges to warn them not to run again. Well, and <laughs> you know, I, we we've gone through yeah. how many stories on this show about yeah. the IRS, the ATF, the DOJ, you know, the FBI, I mean, NSA. Yeah, the unmasking, the whole thing. Is them using their government power to oppress us? Us, yeah. But we're but we're the fascists because we believe in freedom, (laughs) lower taxes, smaller government, racism. It's it's crazy to me. I think the best person for the job uh, should be the one who gets it. That's racism. Well, apparently, yeah, you know. Um. What else do we got here? Just it's all bad it's news. It's all bad so, news. It really yeah. is depressing. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, there's there's nothing good going on. Yeah, the, two more years of bad news, folks. <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security believes that up to thirty thousand individuals uh, with Middle Eastern names are are using false Mexican passports. That's great. <laughs> So we got we got thirty thousand terrorists yeah. here. Even the uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who basically is a terrorist inside of our government, allowing our country to be invaded, he appears to be very worried about this. Oh, and he said that this audit that has found this is is a worrisome outcome. Oh, yeah, worrisome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the whole Texas bus. Illegals operation is getting a lot of attention now, mostly because a couple thousand illegals were dumped in D.C. and New York, and the liberals are freaking out. <laughs> well, now you can add another six yeah. to that because now they're sending them to Chicago, too. Good. All right. Mayor Beetlejuice can handle it. Well, here's the thing, right? I, I, and I love that it has actually panned out here. Remember when Abbott said he was going to do this? I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to actually like yeah. turn into anything. Yeah. It has. It has panned out exactly as we could have hoped because now they're in the situation of they want the border to remain open, but they don't want the illegals in their cities. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out how to message us of like... Without looking like... Well, Texas shouldn't be sending these illegals to us, but we want the illegals to come in the country. Yeah. Yeah. I know. 
Like, well, you can't, you can't really pivot that or, yeah. or explain that without looking retarded. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. I mean, and the border continues to be invaded. I mean, it's it is so bad down there. Constantly. Could be could be a point of no return. Yeah, I mean, what they need to do is they just need to build the wall yeah, build in the all wall. locations. Is, yeah. You know, any location that's remotely reachable by foot needs to have border wall on it. And if we're going to send, and I don't want to get started on the Ukraine topic because that'll oh, really geez. get my blood pressure up. Oh, but if we're going to send Ukraine $70 billion or whatever the f*** we've sent them now, <laughs> close to $100 billion, I think, who knows? The money's going all over the place, all in corrupt people's pockets and if we're going to send them that money, then we could spend the 10 to $20 billion to secure our border. I agree. Like, there's no argument against that. And their argument is, remember, when Trump wanted to build the wall, well, it's too expensive. Yeah. Oh, because oh, you spending, yeah. you know, yeah. $2 trillion over the last, you know, yeah. 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. If that's too expensive, but we can't, we need to pass socialized medicine. And, and not to mention... How much money in the long term these illegals are going to cost the country? Yeah, trillions. Yeah, trillions of dollars that it's going to cost through social programs because when they come over, what you know what it is? It's free health care, free housing, you know, all the above for free, and we have starving and dying homeless veterans on the streets, but these illegals. Yeah, I know. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. No problem there. And vote Democrat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they can't vote. Oh, they'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. Well, since you bring up the election stuff, let's talk about it. Because oh, no. What happened yesterday was a travesty. Robbery? It was robbery? Outright robbery. And really is honestly what I would term to be election meddling. This is the real meddling here. So uh, Sarah Palin lost yesterday, which was surprising. And uh, we come to find out that it's due only because of this bullshit ranked choice voting system. Yeah. Okay? So for the first time since 1973, Alaska's House seat will be occupied by a Democrat. Now, I think that might change come November's election and then January, you know. Mm -hmm. I think we'll probably end up hopefully getting Palin in there for this. But this is a prime example of why ranked choice voting sucks. Yeah. And why it doesn't work. Because... In the first round, the Republicans got 60% combined. Yeah. Okay? The Democrat got 40%. So you would think that the Republicans win, but no. And so when they did the second round of counting and took that Nick Bagich guy off, who sucks ass, f*** him, then she narrowly lost by, like, a percent. Yeah. So... There's a lot in this situation that needs to be examined, okay? First off, how did we get the ranked choice voting system in Alaska, might you ask? Well, interestingly enough, that goes back to the bad haircut, dumb, rhino piece of <laughs> Lisa Murkowski. <laughs> bad haircut. Because... She, through her dark money group, and I'm not saying I don't like dark money, but she didn't have the balls to come out in, in favor of this herself. Yeah. She funded this through a dark money group. They got this ballot measure passed that established ranked choice voting. It only won by 0.5%, 50.5% to established ranked choice voting. And the only reason they even pushed that 
in 2020 was because they knew that she in 2022 was going to be extremely weak because yeah. she votes with Democrats all the time. Yep. So she did it to save herself and cost the GOP a house seat. Really, all this comes down to is Lisa Murkowski wanted to rig the election because she knew she was going to lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the entire situation yeah. here. And ranked choice voting— I, And she has lost before, remember. Yeah. The primary in 2010. Yeah. She lost. Well, and if there was a standard primary and general election here in this, Sarah Palin would be going to Congress. Yeah. I mean, it's just that simple. Yeah. So, ranked choice voting is very bad, and the Democrats want to export it across the country. So, I highly encourage you to get familiar with this, because this is going to be part of the next battle here. Yeah. With the Democrats on election law. Yeah. And uh, Spencer has a great VIP column on this today at townhall.com about how ranked choice voting really is undemocratic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not democratic in the means of the party, but democratic in in the terms terms of of democracy and our republic. Yeah. Like, the the fact that the whole thing is just full. So I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm getting mad. It basically it basically invalidates people's votes. Right. That's right. what it does. Yeah. Yep. It puts everything. It's like a cafeteria. You know, puts everything in a in a in a, in a compartment, and then says, "Well, these people don't matter anymore." Mm-hmm. Well, so I got my uh, rant in yesterday about these squishy Republicans and the head of our campaign apparatuses, the NRSC and the NRCC and the RNC, and how they're just totally feckless and screwing us over and f-ing up this midterm. Um, but now, you know, we have these uh, these Democrats supposedly uh, taking the lead in voter enthusiasm and this and that. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think that might be a little bit of a step too far. Yeah. But I'll tell you, these should be slam dunks. Yeah. And it's turning into a whole boondoggle. And they argue that it's the candidates, but... It's not the candidates. And some of it may be... Not necessarily the candidates themselves, but the teams they've assembled, mm. right? You know, if you're a political amateur, it's not exactly the easiest thing to put together a political machine. No. But the campaign apparatuses, the NRSC, the NRCC, the RNC, are supposed to help them do that. Yeah, they're not. They're very hands-off. And they're doing very a terrible hands-off. job right now. That They're doing a terrible job raising money, and they're just f***ing up the whole thing. Now, one bright spot... Is that in Georgia, where we desperately need Herschel Walker to beat Raphael Warnock, there's a new poll out showing that Herschel Walker is in the lead, 46 to 44%. Hopefully, uh, that's going to increase now that we're in football season. Yeah. Because we need to get him down to that stadium every week. Every week, every home game. Every Starting September 3rd. Yeah, he needs to be out in those lots, tailgating, whipping votes, and getting it together yeah. down there because yeah. that's really what's going to get him across the finish line. You know, there's tight races all over the country. Nevada is a really tight race. Yeah. Adam Laxalt's a good candidate. He's got a good team. I think he's going to win. Arizona is, has become a point of contention because Blake Masters, needs money. Who, who I really like, yeah. needs funding. He needs okay? Money. Mitch McConnell refuses to give him money and is basically trying to have a big contest with Peter Thiel. And Peter Thiel has already funded between thirty and a hundred million dollars into this election. Yeah. And McConnell's trying to leave him holding the bag there and in Ohio for JD Vance. I'm like, 
this is total bull. Do you want to win or not? Right. What's going on here? You know, we look elsewhere and we have tight races in, uh, like I mentioned, Ohio. We got Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz, who seems to be kind of getting it together a little bit. A little bit. I'll give him a little credit. Saved a man's life on a plane yesterday. He did. Or, yeah, he did save ago, a man's yeah. life, yes. Um, and Fetterman won't debate, so that's going to help us out because yeah. he can't put a sentence together. No, he can't. That's the problem. Um, and he also has two convicted murderers on his Well, staff. that's what I wanted to talk yeah, about next. Yeah, So, yes, accessory, accessory to murder. <laughs> not, they're not murderers, just to be clear. <laughs> they, but they were charged and convicted NPR of accessory to murder. says they were convicted of robbery and murder. Yeah, accessory to murder. So they're they're jumping a little. I'm surprised NPR. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because um, they they interviewed one of the Horton brothers. Oh yeah, by the way, the, their their names are Dennis and Lee Horton. Nice. <laughs> you can't make this up. So there's another public relations disaster regarding you know the Democratic Party and Hortons. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, FEC filing shows that they're they're on his Senate campaign, and it's just you know it just goes back to it, it leads into you know Fetterman is against. Life sentences for people convicted of first and second degree murder. Yeah. So people like you know let's 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 say they weren't executed, you know by by a death penalty, but like people like Ted Bundy deserve to you know serve the equivalent of like a manslaughter charge and get out during their lifetime. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. No. And you need to be you know you need to bring your A game to make a you know a, a somewhat decent argument for that i mean it's still stupid well but, you know, trying to say but he can't because he's had a stroke so yeah it's all a piece <laughs> of the soft on crime puzzle yeah it is um and, and he's also ch- being lieutenant governor you know he's chair of the board on uh, parole or something the parole board there yeah sorry yeah. That, that that's not what it and is someone, you, you know the board that no no, no co- it was uh, it was yeah. someone that he let out yeah then committed a further crime i have oh, to get geez. the details on it. we'll talk about it next week yeah he, but he wants to basically unload a third of the prisons in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's, he's admitted that. So Oh yeah, oh yeah. He wants to <laughs> He wants to empty him out, empty the jails. Yeah, he wants to let all the f- criminals out of jail. That's I mean that's just it's, the truth. It's out of control. Um what other states do we have key elections in? Uh Colorado, I you know, I don't think we're gonna be able to get that. New Hampshire's interesting. There's some some polling there that indicates that we could contend for that seat. They haven't had their primary yet. It's a very late primary in September 13th. Um, Jeez. But I will say that some recent polling indicates that, uh, what's her name? Maggie Hassan. Yeah, she's not very popular there. So that could help us out. Uh, North Carolina is an open seat, but we should be able to win that. And that's being vacated by uh, uh, Burr. Yeah. Mr. Insider Trading. Yeah. I believe Ted Budd. But Ted Budd's a good candidate. He's a, good, he's a great candidate. And he, and he, he Trump endorsed. Uh-huh. Trump endorsed. So There's not a lot of recent polling there, but it basically shows that we have a couple point lead there. Yeah. Um, Which is typical for all North Carolina races. Yeah. It's a, they're, they're always down to the wire. It's a state that's pretty mm-hmm. much 50-50 down the middle. It's... They, as with anything, it's going to be decided in the last two weeks. So yeah. as long as Ted Budd really doesn't, you know, come out with any damning scandal in that period, I think we should be okay. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. And, well, you know, I mean, so if we if we go, you know, relatively conservative here, um, we here's what i see happening oh man that is a that's running the gauntlet right there bro i'll i'll tell you what i see happening here okay i think that 
We're going to pick up Nevada. I think we're going to lose Arizona very narrowly. But it could be the other direction. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Ron Johnson's going to win in Wisconsin. J.D. Vance is going to win in Ohio. I think that New Hampshire we have a shot at. But for argument's sake, I'll yeah. let Maggie Hassan keep yeah. it. Well, there you go. I think we're going <laughs> to... Pennsylvania is really a toss-up. I th- I feel like it's trending towards Oz's direction. Yeah. And a lot of it's going to come down to turnout. Yeah. Um, North Carolina, I think we're going to be okay. Georgia, I think we're going to take that seat back. And if all that happens, we end up with a control of 51 to 49 Republican. And that's what we need. We just need to net gain one. That's all we need. Yeah. Okay? And you'd think that supposedly the greatest political mind of our time, Mitch McConnell, would be able to work that. No. But apparently not. No, he's like, I, the, all, all the people that I like lost in the primary, so I'm just going to sit here and sulk. I mean, that's essentially that's basically what he's, what he's doing. doing. Yeah. I mean, it's what he's doing. Yeah, that is what he's doing. So we'll be talking about that forever, I'm sure. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, Biden's speech tonight, his polling is still but we'll see. It's back down to the 30s again. Well, remember, so much for that inflationary bill bump. Yeah, it remember lasted last ten week, days. Yeah, remember last week they were like, "Ooh, the brewery's back yeah, above 40. And I'm like, like, "Yeah, that sucks. That still sucks." Well, also I love how they try to get these approval poll ratings based on like a sample of like two thousand people. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well that's point zero 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 one percent of the country. Yeah, like, you know, a sample is not in. Well, the the one that the the most recent one that had them. Back to his pre, you know, his thirty-eight percent. That was a D plus nine poll. Yeah. yeah. No, I <laughs> so, know. So I mean, I know. you know, it's probably worse. Yeah. Um, um, they're trying to get credit card companies to track gun and ammo purchases. So again, they're doing they this crap again. Uh, yeah. Um, last but not least, funny story of the day. When we'll have our massive clip of the day segment next week because we'll have all this Biden that's going to be going down tonight and yeah. then in the days coming. Yeah. But last but not least, the funny story of the day here, you wrote about this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we all know, you know, Gavin Newsom wants to be president. We mm-hmm. all know that. He's he's basically running, his, you know, California as if he's running for president already. You know, he's, you know, he, he cut that ad, you know, declaring war on Ron DeSantis, who is, is now his political arch rival by choice. And his in-laws... Donated to a super pack with ties to Ron DeSantis, nice. the Siebels. Um <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, it's just like, yeah, you know, some things aren't united on the home front. Although, you know, I always put, um, if you're gonna run for president, you gotta make sure that your wife will vote for you, uh, which I think he has in the bag. But everywhere else seems to be a little shaky. Where do uh, his in laws live? Do they live in California? I don't know. Hmm. I don't they probably do. I mean, his wife. Well, you know, California is just such a beacon of greatness. Uh, their electrical grid can't even handle, yeah. you know, some summer heat. Yeah. Oh, and they're um, telling people not to charge the electric cars after they ban the uh, the sale of new gas vehicles. Yeah, you can't charge your electric Don't vehicles. Charge you can't use vehicles. your air conditioning. You can't use your appliances. Mind your um, water. Yeah. Which, okay, you know, in that one, I'll give them a little leeway. They, they do have some bad droughts. Well... Which is kind of their fault. They live next to a thing called, called the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, they put. They could do some desalinization so, technology, but uh. you know, I mean, you know, and their argument against that is, oh, well, it's too expensive. The amount of money California has in me? in revenue and expenses is yeah, unbelievable. It's ridiculous. So also, didn't they spend like 
hundreds of billions on a high speed rail that is still now not like working. still yeah. not working. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be operational what three years yeah. now? It's classic. Yeah, so it's good. Great. All right. Ripped up well, all those farmers, you know, for nothing. We're gonna wrap it up for today. Here, we hope you have a tremendous Labor Day weekend. Uh, the return of college football. We've yes. got a lot going on. So Penn State um, tonight. Oh, uh, the rapists. The rapists. <laughs> Or the pedophiles, I should say, allegedly. <laughs> the shower crew. Oh God! Um, Tonight at eight against the boiler. But yeah, yeah. So place Joe, your bets. Joe Pa didn't know, right? Oh yeah, Joe yeah, Pa didn't know anything. Didn't know yeah. Anything. yeah, but all of my coaches were raping people, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. If you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, and I guarantee you your money back that you will love Triggered Uncensored. Become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. Again, that's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. You'll get access to Triggered Uncensored and a ton, a literal metric ton of exclusive content across the board. So thank you to all of you who are VIP members. We love you all. We love all of our listeners. Thank you for listening. It makes our... uh, Makes what we do here worth it. So yeah. we're going to put together something special for episode 400, which that will be on, uh, let me do the math here. That'll be on, I guess, September 13th. Mm-hmm. Lucky number 13. Um, so if you'd like to reach out, if you have ideas for that show, um, if you want us to talk about something, always email us, triggered at townhall.com. We hope you have a great weekend, and we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then. Oh, that was